Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Monday, August 29th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the New York Tri-State area. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm David Escobar. And I'm Christina Lulich. Here's what's happening today. Friday will mark the end of the at-home COVID testing program that started in January. That program allowed people to have free COVID tests shipped to their doorstep. Americans were able to access dozens of free tests. But now, Congress has decided they're no longer funding the program. Because of this change, the Biden administration is saying that the U.S. needs to conserve its stockpile. NASA plans to launch Artemis 1 out of Cape Canaveral, Florida today. The goal of the mission is to get humans back on the moon for the first time since 1972. But there was a little snag with the rocket's takeoff. Even though the first mission wasn't carrying any astronauts, the monster rocket's launch had to be delayed because of an issue with one of its engines. This is just one of many delays since the program was first introduced in 2017. And that long wait has cost NASA a lot of money. The program's already run billions of dollars over budget. The backup dates for the launch are set for September 2nd and 5th, but that's if NASA's able to get the mechanical issues sorted out. In New York, there's some big news for theater lovers. Lin-Manuel Miranda's new musical is reportedly coming to Broadway this spring. The play is going to be called New York, New York. It's loosely based off of Martin Scorsese's 1977 movie of the same name. For fans of the movie, you'll hear some familiar numbers. But Miranda will add his own flavor to the show with some original songs. One thing that won't be on stage is the original lineup of characters. Liza Minnelli and Robert De Niro's roles from the film are reportedly getting scrapped from the play. It'll be set in post-war 1946, but overall, there's going to be big differences between Scorsese's original film and Miranda's musical. MTV's Video Music Awards were last night, and here's a quick recap of what went down. It was a night of many iconic performances. Nicki Minaj did a mashup of her newest hit, Super Freaky Girl, along with some of her old classics. Minaj also received the Video Vanguard Award. It's her seventh VMA win. There was also an unusual performance from Snoop Dogg and Eminem. That's an understatement. They did a live performance of their new song from the D to the LBC, but the artists were in the multiverse. Taylor Swift fans were happy to see she won an award for Video of the Year. The pop artist got the award for her 10-minute-long music video, All Too Well. But the biggest news of the night came during Swift's acceptance speech. She announced that she's dropping a new album on October 21st. Now let's get into some sports headlines. The U.S. Open is currently taking over Queens. We have WFUV Sports Colin Lochran here to tell us more. Serena Williams has won 23 Grand Slams and has become a cultural icon even beyond the sport of tennis. This week marks the start of her final U.S. Open, and it's hard not to get starry-eyed when talking about her legacy. She's been so influential, just like Billie Jean King, Serena has given women's competition much more of a spotlight. It should be a treat to see her compete at the Open one last time. Colin, we heard a relic from the past sold for a hefty sum in the present. You got it right, David. The New York Yankees are one of the most historic franchises in baseball, and with players such as Ruth, Gehrig, and Jeter all a part of the team's history, how could they not be? One other Yanks legend was the powerful switch hitter Mickey Mantle. The seven-time World Series champion was a truly great player that captured the sense of what it meant to be a Yankee. 
Recently, the New York Times reported that a Mantle 1952 Topps baseball card was auctioned for $12.6 million and sold to an anonymous buyer from Rye. The card is the most valuable piece of sports memorabilia ever sold at auction. Also, there is a Mets fan favorite calling it quits. Can you tell us more about that? Say it ain't so. Big sexy Bartolo Colon has officially retired. The former Met played 21 years with a slew of different clubs and recorded 247 career wins. The news came just before Mets Old Timers Day this past Saturday, where Colon participated in all the festivities. With WFUV Sports, I'm Colin Loughran. Thanks, Colin. Every Monday, we give you the FUV Sports Spotlight. It's where we feature stories from one-on-one, New York's longest-running call-in sports show. Ron Swoboda is a former Major League Baseball player for the New York Mets and a piece of the 1969 World Series championship team. In 2019, he wrote his memoir, Here's the Catch, a memoir of the Miracle Mets and more. Swoboda sat down with WFUV Sports' Michael Calamari and Taylor Massetta to learn more about the writing process and what it meant to him and his other team members' families. Over the years, uh, we were fortunate enough to come to New York to uh, uh, autographing shows and other sorts of appearances and things, especially around, you know, anniversaries of that 1969 season. So we had plenty of time to talk to plenty of people about that season. But it just, you know, I, I spent 20 years in local television and you write your own copy and, and you feel like you have a sense of writing. I'm a, I'm a hard reader. I read a lot of stuff and all the time. And, you know, you, you, you felt like, you know, at some point in time, I think it was really the 50th anniversary, you know, and I'm not a kid anymore. And it's like, you're either gonna write this thing or you're going to die and it's not going to happen. And, and if you don't get it done by the 50th anniversary, you're going to miss a marketing uh, opportunity. And um, I hate to make it sound so pecuniary, but that's but that was kind of the thing. You, you've been dealing with these issues for a long time. And it was fun to go back and talk to Tom Seaver and Jerry Kuzman and Ed Cranepool and Cleon Jones and go back and get their perspective on certain things that... Uh, you know, that that happened to all of us, but but everything happens from your, you know, individual perspective. So I wanted to hear their side of it and put it in the book. And actually, the um, it's funny, uh, Sarah Seaver, uh, 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 Tom's daughter, was at the Hall of Fame. And I just sent her a copy of my book uh, because uh, she 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 was interested in the last chapter, which was um, on. The Met Wives, uh, with my wife and Tom Seaver's um, uh, wife, Nancy, and Nolan Ryan's wife, Ruth, they hosted the wives from those 69 guys in Texas a number of years back. And they got in touch with all of the women, and it was for them and about them. And it was a magical weekend for them. Um, My wife couldn't come home and talk about it without getting teared up. Because it meant so much to them. They did it for themselves. And they were an extraordinary bunch of women. And and uh, whether they were still married, you know, they were casualties in that uh, in, in, in that process, you know, marriages that broke. And uh, but but the women uh, went there and um, 
and, and, and really experienced a, a reunion that meant so much to him. That's the last chapter in my book, and I liked it best. That was WFUV's Mike Calamari and Taylor Massetta talking to Ron Swoboda. And that's our show for today. I'm David Escobar. And I'm Christina Lulich. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.